This is Murder Bucket. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome back to Tuesday. We are here tonight with part three of our mini episode series, The Highway of Tears Known Victim List. Let's go ahead and get started. 23-year-old Natasha Lynn Montgomery, Homicide, 2010. Natasha was last heard from on August 26, 2010, when she called her parents to touch base. She was known to be engaged in sex work. Natasha's body has never been found, but her DNA was discovered on serial killer Cody Legabokov's shorts, hoodie, axe, and throughout his apartment. Cody was arrested on November 27th 2010, and convicted of first-degree murder on September 11, 2014. 35-year-old Cynthia Frances Mace, Homicide, 2010. The remains of Cynthia Frances Mace were found in L.C. Gun Park near Prince George on October 9th at approximately 2 a.m. Cynthia was last seen on September 10th in the area of Juniper Street and 19th Avenue in Prince George. She was reported missing by family members and friends on September 3rd after she failed to check in with them. She died from blunt force trauma and penetrating wounds to her chest. Cody Lebakoff was arrested on November 27, 2010 and convicted of first-degree murder on September 11, 2014. He was also convicted of first-degree murder in the deaths of Laureen Don Leslie, Jill Stacy Studchenko, Cynthia Francis Mace, and Natasha Lynn Montgomery. In September of 2016, the B.C. Court of Appeals confirmed the original conviction. 56-year-old Linda Frieden, Homicide, 2010 Linda Frieden was trapped in her wheelchair when her home was consumed by fire on November 24, 2010. She was transported to the Vancouver General Hospital, where she died three days later. Police believe that the crime may have been linked to gang violence. 15-year-old Laureen Don Leslie, Homicide, 2010. Laureen was an acquaintance of serial killer Cody Legbikoff, whom she met online. Her body was found in November of 2010 on a remote logging road just off Highway 27 near Fort St. James. Cody was pulled over by police on November 27, 2010, and was in possession of Lorene's belongings, and he was covered in her blood. 17-year-old Chastity Charlie. Homicide, 2011. Burns Lake RCMPs were called to a Yunka Mountain Road home at approximately 3.45 p.m., on January 26, 2011, following the report of an unconscious girl at this home. The girl's mother, Geraldine Charlie, said her face was burnt, half of her hair was gone, and her cell phone is missing. In May of 2012, 17-year-old Burns Lake Mail was charged with second-degree murder in connection with the death of Chastity Charlie. 20-year-old Madison Geraldine Scott Homicide, 2011. Madison Scott went missing during the early morning hours of May 28, 2011 at Hogsback Lake. Madison vanished after attending a party with a friend, Jordy Bulldog. 
According to her own testimony, Jordy left Madison there because she was drunk and injured, and Madison had already settled in for the night and didn't want to leave her sleeping bag. Madison last communicated with the others at the party around 4 a.m., but was never heard from again. The next morning, Jordy went back to the campsite, but did not see Madison. Jordy then reported that she saw that Madison's tent door was open and that the bedding was pushed to one side. Jordy then went to work. More than a day later, Madison's parents checked on her and reported her missing to the police shortly after discovering her abandoned truck and flattened tent at the lake. Numerous items of value were found on, in, and around the truck, which included unopened liquor, gasoline, motorbike equipment, camera, and a purse. An iPhone 4 with a blue case and a set of keys with a gothic-themed lanyard are among some of those items to be known as missing. Police said that there was no sign of a struggle and that foul play is suspected. Madison's remains were discovered on a property east of Vanderhoof nearly 12 years after her disappearance. The identification was announced on May 29, 2023. 47-year-old Maria Rigo, Homicide, 2011. On October 9, 2011, around 7 a.m., Kitimat RCMPs were called to a residence in the area of White Sail Road for an alleged break and enter with assault, whereby officers found a man and a woman who had been assaulted and were in need of immediate medical help. The woman, Maria Rigo, succumbed to her injuries and died four days later. The man, her husband, survived. A 19-year-old man was arrested nearby without incident. Tyler Scott Ellie was convicted to life imprisonment for second-degree murder on March 25, 2015, in connection to Maria Rigo's death. Unnamed, 2011. In the early mornings of November 11, 2011, police and medical first responders were called to a scene where a woman was found in the middle of the road. The woman had received life-threatening injuries and later died in the hospital. An RCMP spokesperson said, Police are treating the death as possibly being criminal in nature and arrested an adult man who was found at the scene on police arrival. The man was taken into custody but released the next day. The RCMP spokesperson said that the woman and the man knew each other. No charges were laid at the time. The woman's body was then flown to Vancouver for an autopsy, but the results of the autopsy were never released to the public. 18-year-old April Rose Johnson, Homicide, 2012 April was shot on the afternoon of December 20, 2012, by her recently engaged fiancé, Kanye Penner. The two had paid an unplanned visit to the home of Kanye's cousin, Richard Bourne, in the mid-afternoon to celebrate their engagement, as well as Richard's birthday and the holiday season. Richard's girlfriend, Patricia Hetchert, also lived in the home. Kanye claimed that the 22 caliber rifle which shot April kind of just slipped, hit the counter, and went off. A ballistics expert testified during Kanye's trial that the rifle was not prone to discharging when dropped. April arrived at the hospital less than a 10-minute drive away, just before 4 p.m. She was shot in the upper left abdomen, and because her health was declining rapidly, she was transferred by ambulance to the University Hospital of Northern British Columbia, where she died just before 2 a.m. 
on December 21st. Kanye's Facebook page indicated that he was seeing another woman within two months of the shooting. In June of 2015, Provincial Crown Council approved charges of manslaughter with a firearm and careless use of a firearm on 27-year-old Kanye. The Crown also approved charges of careless storage of a firearm, careless use of a firearm, and unauthorized possession of a firearm against 38-year-old Richard. The two were arrested shortly after the charges were approved. 40-year-old Tara Leanne Williams Homicide, 2013. On January 13, 2013, the body of Tara Leanne Williams, along with Blaine Albert Barfoot, were found at a home in Vanderhoof, British Columbia. Police suspected foul play and soon after asked the public to come forward with any information if anyone had seen someone with recently acquired injuries to their hands or arms. 21-year-old Destiny Ray Tom Homicide, 2013. Destiny was found dead on March 23, 2013, outside a home on the Nade Lee Wooten First Nation in northern British Columbia. She had been severely beaten. Destiny left behind one daughter. Garrett Stephen George was charged in February of 2015 of second-degree murder in this case. George had a criminal record that includes convictions for assault, assault with a deadly weapon, and assault causing bodily harm in Burns Lake and Prince George. 26-year-old Immaculate Mackie Mary Basil, missing 2013. Mother of five-year-old son, Mackie, had recently broken up with the father of the child, her common-law husband. Her family described her as a homebody who didn't have drug problems. The night that she went missing, she was at a house party on June 13, 2013, a 20-minute walk away from her house in Tachi. She was last seen after the house party heading to a cabin in the Leo Creek area just north of Tachi. According to police reports from witnesses, Mackie was last seen with two men, one her cousin Keith and the other man named Victor in a white truck heading towards the cabin. They had been drinking and were going to pick up 10. When the truck got stuck after an accident, Mackie separated from the two and headed for the cabin alone. This is what was told to the police by Keith and Victor. Mackie would usually call her sisters every day around 10 a.m., but her sister Crystal became alarmed after a few days of not receiving a call. Mackie was reported missing to the RCMPs on Monday, June 17, 2013 by Crystal. The RCMPs came to Fort St. James to file a missing persons report on June 18, 2013. Mackie didn't bring an extra set of clothes or makeup, which she changed daily, and her family considers her disappearance to be very out of character. The police had conducted a polygraph test on both Keith and Victor and reported both were cooperative. A police psychologist also conducted an interview of both men, and reported to the public that there was nothing suspicious with either one of them. Numerous witnesses reported seeing Victor in Tachi at 10 a.m. on June 14, 2013, the day of Mackie's disappearance, walking down the road, clothes wet up to his chest. Mackie went missing one hour's drive away by vehicle from Fort St. James at a place called 16 Kilometer. It is unknown how Victor got back to Tachi so soon without a vehicle. 
49-year-old Anita Florence Thorne, missing 2014. Anita was reported missing on the evening of November 19, 2014. She was last seen that morning at Super Save Gas on 950 Victoria Street, then at a nearby Tim Hortons. RCMPs found her car midday on the 20th at the turn off to Willow River, 30 kilometers away from where she was last seen. Her purse was inside the unlocked vehicle and visible with nothing apparently missing. She is believed to have her keys, cigarettes, lighter, and cell phone in her possession. 77-year-old Shirley Williams, Homicide, 2016. RCMPs shot and killed Shirley and her son, Jovan Williams, early on the afternoon of April 21, 2016. The RCMPs say that they were called to a neighbor dispute involving a handgun at around 1230. When they arrived at 122, they surrounded the home and tried to make contact with the residents. They say that one person exited the home and confronted the officers, and shots were fired at around 2.50 p.m. A second person then exited the home and also confronted the police, and shots were fired again. The RCMPs say that both people died after being attended to by paramedics who were nearby. A report released in 2018 by an independent civilian watchdog, the Independent Investigations Office, indicated that police used reasonable force to defend themselves, indicating that the police responded to the threat of Jovan leveling a rifle and throwing a light Molotov cocktail, in addition to that later threat of Shirley leveling a shotgun at the officers. The IIO report added that both victims' bodies had firearms found beside them and that there were remains of a charred Molotov cocktail found nearby. No recommendations for charges were submitted to Crown. 55-year-old Roberta Marie Sims, Homicide, 2017. Roberta was last seen by numerous witnesses on May 6, 2017, near her home across from Central Fort George Traditional School. She may have also been seen at the BX Pub at 5th and Kearney and the Spruce Land CIBC Bank around the time that she went missing. The RCMPs say that Roberta was reported missing on May 14, 2017. They also state that they believe that Roberta's vehicle was used in her murder. 53-year-old Francis Brown, missing 2017. Francis was last seen on October 14, 2017, while out mushroom picking north of Smithers. The RCMP suspended its wilderness search effort on October 21, 2017, around nightfall. Nineteen search and rescue crews from around the province were called in, alongside RCMP and local volunteers, to make up what was the largest search operation in the region in years. Evidence of a campfire were discovered early on in the search, but rain and snow hampered the efforts. Francis was raised by a trapper and described by family as an experienced backcountry explorer who spent decades searching for mushrooms in difficult terrain. 39-year-old Shauna Lee Sam, Homicide, 2018 Just before 2 a.m. on June 21, 2018, 
the RCMPs were called to the Yokochi Reserve west of Fort St. James, attending a call about an injured woman. When they arrived, they found Shauna, dead from an apparent gunshot wound. Martha Joseph was charged with manslaughter in connection to Shauna's death and appeared in court the same day on January 11, 2021. 34-year-old Chantel Catherine Simpson, 2018. Chantel was last seen alive in Telqua on July 4, 2018. Her abandoned car was located on July 5th by the RCMPs near a gravel pit on Goosen Creek Street in Terrace. A missing persons bulletin was released by the RCMPs on July 7, 2018. Her body was spotted in a river by a CN conductor. Her body was recovered by Terrace Search and Rescue on July 22, 2018 and identified by her tattoos. The exact cause of death is not yet known to the public. 18-year-old Jessica Patrick, Homicide, 2018. Jessica was last seen at the Smithers McDonald's or the Mountain View Motel early in the morning on August 31, 2018. Jessica was reported missing on September 3rd and an RCMP news release was put out three days later on September 6th. News of her death was released on September 16, 2018, before police officially released identity of the human remains that were found. The RCMPs officially released the identity of the remains found on September 21, 2018. According to the RCMPs, her body was found on Hudson Bay Mountain Road at a large pullout about 15 meters down a steep bank on September 15, 2018. 50-year-old Cynthia Martin, 2018. Cynthia was last seen on December 23, 2018 at around 9 p.m. Her family and friends consider her disappearance to be out of character, though the RCMP said that there was nothing to indicate foul play. The vehicle that she was last seen driving was found locked near the Hagwillet Bridge near Hazleton. Members of the Smithers-based Buckley Valley Search and Rescue carried out an air search over the area on December 25, 2018, with helicopter assistance, but did not find any trace of Cynthia. Cynthia's remains were found on May 1, 2022 and identified on August 9, 2022. 69-year-old Laureen Campbell Fabian, missing 2019. Laureen left her home on foot for a walk around noon on October 28, 2019. She was missing from around the Buck Flats area south of Houston. A search followed that involved SAR ground crews from other Smithers and Terrace, RCMP, K-9 units, and a plane, and an RCMP helicopter. No trace were found and the search was called off on November 2, 2019. The RCMP said that they don't believe foul play is suspected, indicating that they are considering the possibility that she left town on her own, but haven't publicly stated why they have come to this conclusion. 62-year-old Joy Morris, Homicide 2020 At 1.57 p.m. on March 9, 2020, the RCMPs were called to a home for a wellness check. Upon arrival, 
the RCMPs found homeowner Joy Morris deceased and called in the North District Major Crimes Unit. On April 10, 2020, 42-year-old Justin Johnston was arrested for second-degree murder in the homicide of Joy. Justin was not found criminally responsible for the homicide of Joy Morris on September 21, 2021, but will remain indefinitely at the British Columbia Forensic Psychiatric Hospital. Unnamed, 2020. On May 3, 2020, at 8.30 p.m., the RCMPs pulled over a vehicle on Highway 16. Police noticed a dead woman in the back seat of the vehicle and arrested the other two occupants. The RCMPs believe that all three occupants, including the deceased, were known to each other. The RCMPs said that the death is suspicious. Foul play was never publicly ruled out. 26-year-old Jesse May Hayward Lines. Homicide 2020. At around 10 p.m. on July 3, 2020, emergency services received a call that a woman was stabbed near the Prince George Courthouse. They transported Jesse to the hospital where she soon died. On September 10, 2021, a 56-year-old Indigenous woman, Charlene Jane Alexander, was charged with first-degree murder in the death of Jesse. 34-year-old Crystal Haynes Chambers, homicide. 2020. Crystal's remains were found on the afternoon of August 1, 2020, just 40 kilometers east of Prince George, near Highway 16. The remains were retrieved with the assistance of Prince George Search and Rescue Society. An autopsy revealed that Crystal's death was the result of homicide. Jason Troy Getty was arrested on December 17, 2021, and charged with one count of second-degree murder and one count of indignity to human remains in the relation to the death of Crystal Chambers. And finally, 36-year-old Christine Marion West. Homicide 2021. Christine was an Indigenous woman found in her apartment by family members on August 7, 2021. Her family had reported her missing to the RCMPs sometime before. She had reported on social media that she had been harassed by a stalker and that the RCMPs were not doing an adequate job to protect her. A 36-year-old indigenous man, Dennis Daniel Gladu, was arrested shortly after the discovery of Kristen's body and charged with second-degree murder. And that concludes part three of the mini-episode series, Highway of Tears. Thanks for listening. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all your murder bucket updates.